0: SFM. The studio associate director added value South Africa. Nicole, thanks for joining us. Good morning.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Lovely. Thank you. You wrote an interesting article about Chinese Hong Kongs and knockoffs. Yes. And and where did this come from? Well, um,
1: as I mentioned in the article, um, I was actually watching a, a TV show recently, mm. and um, an ad uh, advert for Hire, which is a electronics or a, you know kitchen appliances brand, came on and. Yes. Um, being in the industry, you know, I'm always lo- on the lookout for new brands yes. and that kind of thing. And when I saw this ad, I thought, wow, this is, looks really, really slick. It looks fantastic. Um, and I automatically, like, put that brand in the headspace of Smig and Millet Appliances and that kind of thing. And on further inspection, I actually noticed it's one of these Chinese brands. And that got me thinking about, you know, Chinese brands in Africa and in South Africa. Mm, um, mm. You know, previously, it was always about you know, um, being cheap and knockoffs in Hong Kong, as you said, Um, and they've really upped their game.
0: You think they have a future in South Africa?
1: Absolutely. If you just look at the the market context in which we're operating, um, you know, if you look at some of these new brands like Huawei, like um, Hisense, um, and Hire for example, mm. um, they're at a brilliant price point and their appearances are really, really, you know, up there with some of the, the leading products. Obviously, not in the region of some of the German appliance brands yeah. and that kind of thing, but they they really are upping their game in terms of how they're presenting themselves to the market. Mm-hmm.
0: In terms of the uptake from a consumer point of view, is the consumer still suspicious? Um, um...
1: I think there will still be you know some suspicion we can compare it to some Korean brands in the late 90s you know people were a little bit suspicious as Hyundai came into the market and as Kia came into the market same with Samsung
0: Um,
1: but you know we've seen over the years how people have become more receptive to those brands Um, actually if I look at a a study conducted by WPP um, it actually says that 44% of South Africans surveyed would now consider purchasing a Chinese brand and, and this trend is on the rise.
0: What was the breaker? I'm I'm trying to think if it it was a question of uh, the economic meltdown that we had or just people just finding that tame and the quality is kind of different.
1: Yeah. So um, I think they've done, I think Chinese brands have done three things. Well, the ones that have done particularly well, so not the ones necessarily at the discount malls and that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they've really offered a great product at a good price. So Mm. they've they've stuck on this more for less mission in in a really good way. So if I look at how sense, for example, um, and electronics brands they sell TVs fridges um, and what cell phones, I think cell phones, yeah, high sense um, you 're getting really good products, good warranties, good guarantees, um, and the the stuff looks fantastic um, and then even from an advertising point of view, they 've kept up appearances they 've really you know look mm. slick and then even um, you know in terms of branding and marketing they 've really. Translated well to the South African market So if we use WeChat as an example A Chinese app, I'm sure we're all familiar With it, Um, they recently When they launched, they used Maps Mapunyane Which is, you know, our South African WeChat guy, in the past it was always About, um, you know Having Asian people in the, uh, you know, dubbed for the South African market, yes. and it wasn't as relevant now they're really translating well into the South African
0: market. interesting point about relevance because I find that some of those ads don't work that well
1: absolutely absolutely It's all about you know tapping into South African culture South African you know insights and if they um if they're still on this more for less mission, which is really really good, and as I mentioned before, mm. we are a market where price is often an inhibitor um but um, but people want to have good quality products. So if we look at something like Huawei, those cell phones, yes. um, they've done it phenomenally well. Good price, but really, really good technology, good looking phones. Yes, yes. Um, in, in,
0: in, in One it tends to think that when you look at the Chinese products that are really good, you're looking at high-end products, and you wonder if that, that's where it's going to end, or are we likely to see other products that you know the average Joe or Mary can actually afford, but equally good and have a bigger uh, uh, basket of products
1: absolutely they they going across the board whether it's cell phones TVs lower-end products um, we've seen it you know from all ends of the spectrum so even something like cell phones you know mm. everyone's got a cell phone so Huawei's tapped into a really good um, you know market they they're offering smartphones at a really good price um, and they are still quite desirable to have um, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I know quite a few yeah. people that are that <laughs> are there, so the perception is changing in, in in terms of um you know selling in terms of numbers mm. are they're going up
1: absolutely well just the, the the um the percentage I quoted earlier forty four percent of people are now considering it, and we see we've trended that according to uh, a number of years and that's that percentage is growing organically very, very quickly Mm -hmm. um, and uh, exponentially. Um, So people are really um, open to Chinese brands. Um, And again, if we, we compare it to Korean brands in the late 90s, you know, LG never existed um, And now when they get into the market They almost become part of the normal landscape It's, all, it's, uh, it's already part of your consideration set. If you look at the success of Kia The success of um, Samsung um, They've also paved the way for Chinese brands mm-hmm. Already
0: Obviously if if I want to get into this space uh, As a South African mm-hmm. retailer To help the brand along What would be the, the, you know, the areas I need to look at?
1: Um, well the first thing is that You have to continue on the more for less mission So Mm. um, Because these brands are still Relatively in infancy stage um, They can't demand a price premium just yet on the on the scale of some of the European brands. So that would be the first tip that I would give you. The second mm-hmm. tip is to remember to keep up appearances um, so if you are marketing the product, really showcase it in a very nifty way um, sleek way. It's not about showing cheap and nasty. There's good cheap and nasty and there's, uh, there's bad <laughs> cheap and nasty and then of course as I mentioned before it's about keeping up relevance and so not just translating Chinese brands from overseas markets and Chinese Adverts mm. from um, overseas markets um, Into our space But rather you know, rep- um, Remaking the ad Or, or the brand mat- uh, collateral material To mm. be more relevant
0: I find a lot of ads, ads Still make that mistake
1: Yeah absolutely mm. They mm. are doing that very much so
0: and, and obviously the same lessons Would be for the consumer
1: um, absolutely, yes And it's about really tapping into consumer insights um, It's not about take, taking um, something that worked in China And just simply dropping it into the South African market We're very, very different mm. um, So it's about you know really thinking about your marketing message Your brand message And translating it for a South African audience um, The first hurdle's been done Korean brands have paved the way for for this market. Yeah. Now, now it's a bit easier for Chinese brands, um, but so so there's already a consideration for these brands, um, but it's about you know showcasing them in a very relevant way and tapping into consumer
0: insights. Because looking at uh, Kia when it was first launched, particularly with the vehicles, yeah, um, they were not doing that great. Yeah. But now the rebranding of the cars, the new models, absolutely have really got... Mass appeal
1: Yeah, so those three things I mentioned earlier, Kia have done particularly well So Mm. you're still getting great cars at an affordable price If you look at some of their styling, they've actually employed um, the services of one of the German car um, manufacturers And Mm. they've actually taken cues from a lot of German cars but made it their own um, so really done well in that in that respect, and then, if you look at some of their advertising it 's shot in cape town there 's a lot more local Beautiful. relevance. you can see some you can see some of our local landscape so it 's not about just you know replicating the ad in in our context so mm. they 're a perfect example of of how um, Korean brands have done particularly well in this market.
0: I'm, I'm actually curious so when it goes to lower end products uh, to do away with this Hong Kong mentality. Absolutely. How long that is going to take yeah. to say, look, um, there's a lot more to gain if this Hong uh, Kong mentality
1: is done away with, yes. Well, especially at the lower end, you know, there's your your bottom of it could be the bottom of the pyramid, but there's volume in that yes uh, in that market completely. So, um, the thing is that at that end of the um, at that end of the consumer spectrum, people can't afford to make mistakes. Mm. So, if they know that they're buying into a brand that's got quality, got durability, you know, it's got that trust, um, all the elements that make up a brand. Um, Chinese brands could be well on their way so it's not just about taking products that are poorly dubbed poorly you know, articulated and, and reselling them it's about repackaging them for our market
0: and, and the quality is still good because yeah. I, I mean some of us go to Chinatown <laughs> and, and, and Absolutely. We, we get a lot of stuff from there
1: yeah yeah, now, absolutely. And, um, you know, like certain products do have their space and time and, you know, people do acknowledge that maybe they aren't the best quality. Mm. But more and more and ever so often we're seeing more, um, more of these products really um, – you know, upping their game, the quality's there um, it's just from a packaging point of view that they need to maybe um, just repackage themselves for the local market, which the likes of Hiya have done, which the likes of Huawei have done and so forth.
0: That speaks to relevance yet again.
1: Absolutely.
0: Now, in, in, in Obviously, the benefit for us as consumers is that uh, other products that we're considering in the same bracket, we could get, get prices elsewhere as well, so yeah. we uh, a good pool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. As from a consumer point of view, this is great because now we have a lot more viable brands in our in our consideration set in our purchase set. Yeah. Um, and before, maybe when people you know automatically ruled those Chinese brands out, they they um, much stronger players in the consideration set. So that means that your that your more established brands have to um, come down into the market and actually rethink their strategies. If we take Sony, for example, um, you know, one of the Japanese brands, they've had to kind of rethink their strategy after what Samsung and LG have done. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: because uh, they've been battling of late. Absolutely, yeah. When one wonders what they'll bring out maybe in the new year.
1: Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, so um, you can see with some of the Sony Xperia phones, a lot more relevance, a lot more um, great marketing coming out from their side um, in response to some of the great stuff that Samsung and, and LG have done.
0: Mm. And the laptops are not doing so great at the <laughs> moment and the TVs have kind of taken the backseat yeah, to Samsung.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, if we go again into, you know, how Samsung has tapped into the market, good price, mm. um, you know, really up there. Their, um appearance credentials uh, from a branding perspective really pump money into their brand um, so that they can fight with the likes of Sony and some of the more established brands.
0: And the technology is good as well.
1: Then, uh, absolutely. Ch- uh, just because it's Chinese doesn't mean it's poor technology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. a- a- any advice for anybody considering going that way and also for the consumer? What, what should we look out for?
1: um from a from a branding perspective yes, or from a, um, yeah. so um again as as I've said before it 's all about you know really if if I was a, a Chinese brand coming into this market it 's really about um you know thinking about the price point at which we targeting um, targeting our product at yeah um secondly it 's really about um keeping up appearances so um Think about how you're communicating your product, how you're communicating your brand. Um, there's already a mental barrier and a hurdle that we need to overcome. So yes. um, it's really about investing a lot of money to show that, that you um, have the gravitas of a, of a great established brand. Um, and then again, it's about the relevance. So translating the brand message into the local market
0: more work for locals then yes absolutely Creatives, actors the yes
1: works. and that that's great for south african um you know marketers or head offices of these sort of ch- chinese brands in these markets because yes. um it's not just about replicating the international brand and slapping it on a billboard yeah um, it's about really thinking about those those ad- the, ad- the advertising the marketing and communication and making it relevant for our markets
0: fabulous stuff because it's been upsetting seeing unfamiliar scenes on a product. Absolutely. I've I've, I've seen actors going to castings and never get cast and they see that, you know, they can follow the storyline and they think, but it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all those, uh, as I mentioned in the article about all those poorly dubbed Yes. adverts and movies and that kind of thing. Um, it's really about, you know, spending a little bit more in the, in the local market to get that relevance.
0: Fantastic stuff. Well, Nicole, thank you ever so much. Thank you for having me. Keep, keep writing, keep writing, keep making us aware because sometimes we love these products and we tend to forget where they come from. So we understand where our money goes yeah. and what are we getting for it as well.
1: Absolutely. And that's what happened with me and Hire.
0: Is it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic stuff. Great stuff. So, Nicole Shapira, associate director, Edu Valley, South Africa. She believes there's a future uh, in um, South Africa for Chinese products. But just have an eye, pay closer attention, and there's a lot of good quality out there. Just make sure that your money is very well spent. The Hong Kong label <laughs> soon will be gone.
1: Thanks, Manda. And-